0: And hello my friends, and welcome to the inaugural edition of the Fantasy Legends Podcast, where we talk all things Fantasy League of Legends. I am so excited to join you guys today to bring you guys this type of content. We're going to have so much fun out here. We're going to talk Fantasy League of Legends. We're going to talk your season-long leagues. We're going to talk your DFS leagues. We're going to give you strategies. We're going to give you picks. We're just having a great time coming together and talking about this game that we all love fantasy league of legends all right first thing we're going to talk about here in this first episode what the heck is this podcast and what are we even going to talk about well i already said part of it league of legends obviously we're going to meet twice a week once early in the week we're going to talk about the previous week that just happened which picks were good which picks were bad we're going to recap every single game with a fantasy point of view this is a fantasy show That's going to be the focus of everything. Second episode, it'll be later in the week, probably Friday, depending. Usually the DFS prices don't come out until Friday afternoon. We'll have to see what makes the most sense. We're going to forecast games. We're going to make picks. We're going to talk about picks and bans for your sleeper leagues. And all in all, really, we're just going to get together, talk about League of Legends strategies, and have a great time. Now, what are going to be the goals of this podcast? I've got three goals that I'm really going to strive for. Number one is I just want to have fun. Man, I want to have, be fun to listen to. I want to bring joy. I want to laugh. Second goal. We're going to share strategies and information to help you win, to help you win your season-long leagues, to help you win your DFS contests, and hopefully to help you win a bunch of money. And number three I want to help grow the game. And I don't even mean just fantasy League of Legends, but League of Legends as a whole. Now, i really like to look back to fantasy football and the meteoric rise it had. I don't know if you guys are old like me. I'm almost 30. And I've been playing fantasy football for really as long as I can remember. And it's almost crazy to think about where it started and where it is now. I remember... Man, I must have been 13, maybe even younger, helping my dad out with his fantasy football leagues, having to look through the newspapers for the scores before things were really all automated on the internet. Man, I feel like those were the golden ages. And we'll look where it is now. I mean, what an absolutely meteoric rise. I mean, do you even know a single person who doesn't play fantasy football? My wife plays fantasy football. My wife knows who Matthew Barry is. And he's just a fantasy football analyst. Man, I think we can do that for League of Legends. I think... I think fantasy League of Legends can be an avenue for the whole game to grow. I honestly believe that fantasy football has really fueled the meteoric growth of the NFL. And I think fantasy League of Legends can do that for League of Legends. I even... I know people who play fantasy football who don't watch football. Can we get that with Fantasy League of Legends? Can we get people to tune in to the games just to watch their fantasy players? I really think this can be an avenue to help the game grow exponentially. So those are going to be our goals here. We're going to entertain, we're going to help you win, and we're going to grow the game. Why a podcast? Well, you know, as I started my fantasy league this year with a couple of my buddies. You know, I was looking for resources. Like, does it, can anyone tell me what the draft strategies are? Who are the going to be the best players this year? And I couldn't believe that there was so little content out there. I mean, there's really not people out there talking about Fantasy League of Legends. You got a lot of great League of Legends content in general. If you want to see power rankings, if you want to see MVP picks, I mean... There's all kinds of resources for that, but when it comes to specifically fantasy, there's really not a lot, and I want to become the leader there. Man, I've, I had, I already touched on this too, but man, I've been passionate about fantasy sports. I've been playing since you know, since I was a little kid with my dad. I took in so much fantasy football content. I remember being 14 years old, poring over rankings, and in love-hate articles. My favorite fantasy football content I've ever consumed, though, by far, is the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. And if you guys, I'm not sponsored, but hear me out. If you guys like fantasy football, there's no better place. It's an hour a day during the year, and I I just loved tuning in. It felt like hanging out with my friends. It's a real inspiration here for this podcast, and I hope we can achieve the same thing but I'm passionate about League of Legends, too. I've been playing since 2015, right after I graduated college. And I must say, I, I am pretty thankful that I didn't find it in college. I've been watching the pro scene ever since, too. The very first game I ever watched was the, the World Finals between SKT and Koo Tigers back in the fall of 2015. I didn't know anything about the game, and yet I was still entranced. Ever since then, every world championship, my wife knows. I'm up at 4 a.m. watching the games. She tells me to turn it down. She hates hearing the announcers yelling. There's are so many plays that have been etched in my brain, just etched in that, that bring me so much joy when I think back to my reaction when the double TP came in the 2016 NA Finals. You never expect two TPs. When I think about when I was able to attend the 2019 Summer Finals in Detroit, as a big C9 fan at that point, didn't work out for me. Within the league scene, man, I I think there are a lot of people doing a lot of great things, but no one's doing better stuff out there than JAT. And if you guys have listened to the JLXP again, not sponsored, just really enjoy the show. I remember when he, when we hosted, we as in NA hosted Worlds, and it was all in L.A. I remember seeing Jad on ESPN talking about the game, trying to bring it to the common sports audience. I remember thinking what a great ambassador for the game he was. Very clearly knew his stuff, not only about League of Legends, but about sports in general, about the whole scene, and and how to bring people to the game. I think that he's done a great job there, and I hope that we can do similar things bringing the game of League of Legends to a mainstream audience. So enough about me and enough about the meta of this podcast. We're going to get into some content here in our first episode. Just a couple topics where we can really dive into the strategy behind Fantasy League of Legends. First topic we want to talk about here, we're going to talk about our season-long leagues, specifically the ones on Sleeper. If you guys know of any other platforms hosting League of Legends fantasy seasons, let me know. I'd love to check them out. So far, Sleeper is the only one I really know about. So we're going to focus a lot of our content on that style of league. So with that in mind, here are five tips for your season-long fantasy leagues. Number one, this is the most important point. If you learn nothing else from this podcast, learn this you must pick players on winning teams now this sounds pretty self-explanatory and if you've played fantasy football you know like the kansas city chiefs are going to win patrick mahomes is going to score points but it's so much more than that in fantasy league of legends and this is a big difference between fantasy league and fantasy football in fantasy football you can have a good player on a bad team and he's going to score you points In Fantasy League, that's not going to happen. Losers don't score points. If you hear nothing else, hear that. And I'll say it again. Losers don't score points. Now, I know this episode is coming out a little late for this year's drafts. But when you look at coming in, there is a very clear consensus top three or four teams. Everyone knew Team Liquid... Evil Geniuses, 100 Thieves, maybe you can throw C9 in there, we're going to be the top teams. So you need to draft those players. Number 2. The picks and bans in this format of the Sleeper season long leagues are so, so important. You need to do your research, you need to study, because those are how you win the league, obviously if you have good players. But if you're hitting your picks and bans, that is the difference between winning and losing. That's going to be a huge focus of this podcast. What players are picking what champs? We're going to talk about the meta. We're going to talk about which champs everybody is playing. And then we're going to talk about certain players. If you guys have paid attention, River on Dignitas. Man, he's a Jarvan one trick. I know he's not actually a Jarvan one trick, but it's all he's been playing lately. You look at Pride Stalker. He's an assassin player. We're going to use this information and we're going to get these picks and bans right. They're going to help you win. Number three. This plays into number one. Play for the team bonuses. The team bonuses are the easiest way to secure points. You have a player and a winning team. You know they're going to get dragons. They're going to get barons. And they're going to get points for winning. That's the easiest way to absolutely guarantee yourself a baseline of points. Number four. In your draft, you need to pay attention to the positions that other people are picking. What I mean by this, if you're in the back half of the draft, and you notice that the first bunch of people have all picked ADCs, then you need to not pick your ADC there. The thing that's unique about fantasy league compared to fantasy football or other fantasy sports, you only get one player per position. There's only one mid laner. There's only one ADC, one top on your team. What that means is if your opponents have already picked an ADC, they're not going to pick another one. So there's absolutely no rush. If you haven't gotten your ADC by the second round, wait till the fifth. No one else is picking one. Grab a top that's on top tier. It's better to have a top on one of the best teams than an ADC on one of the middling teams. For multiple reasons. Number one, it's going to go back to what we've already talked about. First of all, winners score points, losers don't score points. Second of all, when you get players on winning teams, you're going to secure those team bonuses, which we've already talked about as the best way to guarantee a floor for your players. And number five, when it comes to prioritizing in your draft, ADC is the most important role. Here's why. In long games, ADCs are going to secure all the kills. Because of that, the difference between your top ADC and your bottom ADC is going to be a lot bigger than the difference between your top mid laner and your bottom mid laner. With that in mind, if you have an early pick, I think the first three or four picks all have to be ADCs. And those, my hard-rockin' amigos, are my top five tips for your season-long sleeper leagues. Now, I hope you guys enjoyed that first segment. The last thing we're going to do this episode gonna shift gears we're gonna look at our DFS strategy what are the best ways to put together a winning squad so you can take home the cash in your DFS contest? here are the top five tips for creating a winning DFS lineup number one and stop me if you've heard this before you have to draft winners but it's a little different this time because now It's not so much you need to draft the players from the best teams, but what you need to do is look at the matchups and draft teams that are going to win. This doesn't always mean you have to pick Team Liquid, right? Because their prices are going to be pretty high. But if you can find a matchup between a mid-tier team and a bottom team, maybe that's the best way to find a team that's going to win on a lineup that's not going to break the bank. Every week on this podcast, we're going to go through matchup by matchup. We're going to make predictions. We're going to give players and plays that we like, players and plays that we don't like. And so much of that will be predicated on who we think is going to win. Number two, we're looking for clown fiestas. Now, those of those of you in the scene know what I mean by that. Those of you who may not be clown fiesta—that's the term we give for games that are crazy where you have action in the top lane, in the mid lane, in the bottom lane, sometimes all at the same time, where we get those really high kill scores. You want games that are 30 to 20, We have 50 total kills. That's when you're going to really rack in those fantasy points. Sometimes when you get those top teams, sometimes they're too clean and it just doesn't translate into fantasy success. I should have picture peak Korean League of Legends. If you guys were around in like 2018, you know. You'd get a team like SKT or, or maybe like Kingzone DragonX. Where they would get the smallest advantage. They'd get a little pushing lane. They'd use it to push out bot lane. Get a turret. Push out mid lane. Get a turret. they just out macro you. You try to make a play top. They back off top. They take your bottom turret. You try to make it play bot, they back off bot, they get herald and top turret. Well, that's the cleanest League of Legends and it's so satisfying to watch, man, that does not translate to fantasy points. We're trying to avoid those type of games. So if you get a top team versus a bottom team, maybe Team Lakewood versus Immortals, then maybe that's not the best case. Maybe you're not going to get as many fantasy points there as you will in a really close, even matchup where those kills are going to be racking up where the fights are going to be close and maybe you get three or four late game team fights the longer and the closer the game the more points you're going to get so it's not always so easy as just picking the players on the team that you know it's going to win you want players on the teams that are going to win close and long games number three you want to choose as few number of teams as you can you need to limit your picks to just two or three teams And the reason for this is pretty simple. And it goes back to the first point that we keep going back to, and that's losers don't score points. Man, if you remember nothing else, remember that. In these DFS games, you got seven picks. You got your MVP, you got your five lanes, and you got your team. If even one of those is on a losing team, you're probably not going to win your contest. Now, there are some contests, if you're doing 1v1s or 50-50s, maybe you will, but on these tournament-style ones where only the top 5 out of 60 are getting money, even one losing player is just a death sentence. If you limit your picks to just two or three teams, then you're really limiting your risk of, of taking a loss. In the same vein, you never really want to pick players from opposing teams, because again, only one of them's going to win, which means only one of them is probably going to do well. This is another spot where Fantasy League is a lot different than Fantasy Football. A lot of times you want to diversify your teams, because you're not going to have two players from the same team that go crazy very often. If your running back has a great game, chances are the receiver on that team is not going to go crazy. But in League of Legends, it's, it's not the same. Because if one player gets a kill and one player gets an assist, it's huge for both of them. Number four. When you're picking players, you need to keep in mind their play style. Because some play styles, while well, they work really well practically to get wins in League of Legends, they do not translate really well to fantasy points. Here's what I mean by that. You want players that roam. Think think, Chovy from 2020 Worlds, where you push your lane, you go bot. You push your lane, you go bot. Those are the players who are going to rack up those fantasy points. If you think of the math on it, right? Let's say you go bot, you pick up two assists. That's going to be worth 200 CS. How many CS are you losing on that roam? 30, maybe 40, if you have to take a long time. You're going to take those assists over the CS every single day. If you think about it from a team fight late game perspective, when you're looking at players that are gonna split push, right? You get the guys who love Fiora, Trindamir's in the metal now, and they're just pushing side waves and pushing towers. Really effective way to split the map and win the game. But again, that doesn't give you fantasy points. I want you to imagine with me, a matchup between a Fiora and an Ornn late game, where the Fiora is just pushing the Ornn all the way back to his inner turret, to his inhib turret, and really has all the pressure. And then the Ornn TPs to a team fight. The Fiora takes the inhib, maybe even pushes the the Nexus towers, but Ornn gets four assists. From a game standpoint, that's a pretty fair trade if you're taking Nexus turrets. But from a fantasy standpoint, You'll take the assists every single time. So you're really going to want players that team fight way more than players are going to play for themselves. Tip number five. Do not worry about CS. You're going to be tempted to. Each CS is worth .2 points. You get players end up with 4, 500 CS, 11, 12 CS a minute. It's going to be tempting to to chase those points. Don't do it. It's not worth it. For a couple reasons, one's the one we just talked about. Players who are prioritizing CS are often not prioritizing team fighting. And team fighting is where the points come from. The CS points, in the grand scheme of things, really don't turn out to be enough to really tip things in your favor. So just don't worry about CS points. And that, ladies and gentlemen, are the top five tips for drafting a dominating DFS lineup. Man, I hope you guys liked this first episode. It's a real quick one. We're going to try to keep each episode really quick, get right to the point, get you guys on with your day. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys enjoyed what what we're doing here, you're looking forward to more Fantasy League of Legends content. Man, I'd really appreciate it if you hit a subscribe button on your whichever podcast app you're listening to. Man, throw us a rating. Check us out on our social medias. We got Twitter, we got YouTube. We're gonna be posting things on both of those, uh, whether it be pics, show clips, uh, our favorite things that happened through the weekend. And lastly, I want each of you guys that are listening to head over to DraftKings. We've got a contest that we're running that doesn't have any prizes yet, but man, once we once we get some listeners, we get some subscribers in here, we're gonna put a we're gonna put a prize on that contest, and then a winner is gonna get a shout out on here. Link for that will be in the description. Hope I can see all you guys joining that contest with us. Thanks so much, guys, for joining us on our first episode here. Hope you guys are looking forward to the next episodes as much as I am, where we'll really dive into the week-by-week content. Thanks so much for joining us. This is Pistons Wish signing off. Peace out.